Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Okay, Lee, let me break this down because a lot of you are going um, right now, because it's 9 o'clock, to start calling your legislator's office, and you should, to stop this absolute monstrosity, which would create a health star with unbelievable powers here in the state of South Carolina. What it would do is take the powers of seven agencies, uh, hand them to one individual appointed by the governor, uh, and allow that person to enforce um, any kinds of health measures they might want to take in the next pandemic or other medical emergency. They would have at their fingers, they could dispatch to make you do what they want, Sheriffs, police, highway patrol, sled, uh, and also, incredibly, the South Carolina National Guard. So that is uh, what is, I think, correctly this morning being called by some a health dictatorship. Mm -hmm. Now, there's some pushback from some legislators, um, including some that are sometimes on our side. And they've been emailing me this morning saying, no, 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 it's great, it's great, you love it. No, 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 you, you misunderstand. Okay, well, what do I misunderstand? Yeah. Would there be a health czar? Would you be consolidating this power under one person? Check. Yes, you would. Does the power to unleash the South Carolina National Guard, police, sheriffs, all these people to enforce the health dictates already exist in our law? Yes, it's not new. It's not in this law. And Shane Martin, who emailed me, says... The new healthcare structure in South Carolina consolidates decision-making about state health policies within one office, but creates new, no new authority or power. True. But here's the problem. What it does do is put one person in charge instead of a board, like under Henry McMaster, and give that them that unbelievable already existing power to force law enforcement or to, to force law enforcement to do their will. One argument that's come through, don't worry, this hasn't been used in 26 years. <laughs> Okay, but that makes me feel that. Yeah, that's, I'm sorry. I'm mm-hmm. not, uh, that, that doesn't give me any comfort whatsoever. Right. Now, Shane Martin, to his credit, um, has a, I guess, I guess you'd call it competing bill 
that would, um, it, like a, a completing bill, it's a medical health freedom bill um, that would remove the ability to use the National Guard to enforce the dictates of the health czar, okay? So, uh, yes, that would make it better, but that's not in the bill we're talking about. That's not in the bill we're talking do you, about. Do you have a bill number on this yet? Yes, I, I'm okay. trying to get the some information on this, and I, I'm 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 coming up. It's interesting that some yeah, of the yeah I do I have two. It's I'll interesting that some of the statewide publications, shall we say, are not really talking about this. They are complaining about the Freedom Caucus, but they're not complaining about this, and they're not giving. I, I can't find any information, and I don't have the bill number, and that would help if you're going to go to the state.gov website. Sure. Okay. On the Senate. It's 915, Senate 915. All right, pass 915. Yeah, in the House, it's uh, 4927. 4927, okay. Okay, so when they say it doesn't create new power, this is a trick. It's a trick. It does create an unbelievable amount of new power for the health czar. So this would be like Anthony Fauci with an army. Yeah. It, It does, but here's the thing. What it does do is it marries existing power under existing law that already exists. Yes, it does. I get that. It already exists in state law. And it hands them to one all-powerful, unelected bureaucrat. That makes me just as scared as me anything too. else that this already existed. That we had something f- like the the use of military and law enforcement to enforce ordinances. And that power was already there and it was not being exercised by the governor. I understand that from, from a governor's standpoint. Okay, that, that to me makes sense that the governor has the power to, you know, activate the National Guard or to direct SLED or the Highway Patrol or request that, uh, you know, deputies with a sheriff's office or something or other do some type of law enforcement action to support whatever it is that the executive branch of our, our government governor uh, government is, is suggesting within the state. That, to me, makes some legal and constitutional sense. But for that power to already exist for another agency director to have that type of power, I don't get it. And, and that's... Obviously, that's something that's uh, over my head and got past me a long time ago. No, you understand perfectly. You're a smart guy. We all know what's up here. We do. Now, should you doubt the intentions of these people? They're just trying to do good. It's already in the law. No big deal. You need to know about one boat that tells you everything yesterday. And we had on Representative Josiah Magnuson. He put forward an amendment. said, okay, we'll create a health czar. Uh, we'll consolidate the powers in seven agencies and hand it to one individual who I'm sure will be fantastic, walk on water, and you'll love them. We'll do all that, but we'll take away the ability to sick the, the South Carolina National Guard, the police, the sheriffs, law enforcement, sled on anybody who disobeys the health czar. We'll just get rid of that, right? That'd be the thing to do. Yeah. It would have removed the requirement that law enforcement enforce any Health mandates pushed by the new health health czar. Oh, they totally adopted that, right? No, they shot it down. Democrats um, and uh, some of the GOP voted together to shoot that down. So they very specifically with this bill could have removed that existing power that is terrifying, and instead they consolidated it under one person. It seems interesting to me, too, that Democrats, who would be the first one when you talk about abortion, keep your hands off my body, yeah, would be in favor of this, of using law enforcement to invoke, an, you know, the requirement, you know, um, jab at the point of a gun, basically, 
that you must do something that the government is is requiring from a medical standpoint. People are texting in again, Lee. What? What? I want to write this down. Okay, so it's um, S nine fifteen. S nine fifteen and H the forty nine twenty seven. If you so, if you want to look it up and read it yeah. yourself, but you have to understand, there's another existing law um, already in place that says that these powers, um, you know, to dispatch law enforcement. I mean, I can just see so many ways this could be used. They decide to mandate we all get a shot this time, and guess what? Now uh, your employer has to turn you in if you yeah. don't have the shot. Now, before you know it, the National Guard's at your door. Yeah. That is what we watched happen in Australia. It's what we watched happen in New Zealand. Yep. It was terrifying, yep. the troops on the yep. streets. Mm-hmm. So the idea that it can happen or won't happen, oh, yes, it could. And the WHO and Bill Gates and the World Economic Forum, they all want us to have health passports to track these shots. That is right now, actively, they're still pushing that unbelievably. So it'd be very easy for these people to figure out who you are, where you are, if you won't comply. And I don't know, it could be masks, it could be the shutdown of your business, it could be anything. Texter rates, and I think nailing this on the car pro text line 71307, put simply opening the door to abuse power. Oh, well, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> and we have plenty of, plenty of examples of that, both in the yeah. state and nationally. But when you call, and I want to warn you about this, because they do this to us all the time when we send you, they, they, I don't want to say they lie, they misdirect you. Um, some of them are lying. When you call, I don't want this to pass. I don't, oh, it's already in the law. Don't worry about it. It's no big deal. Well, again, this takes that awesome power of using law enforcement to enforce health dictates, and it confers that power already in the law on a new health czar. By the way, when you get into what goes on here, uh, Adam Morgan who's the head of the Freedom Caucus, tried to get an amendment put on that would say, okay, if you've lobbied for a health company in the last five years, you can't be the health czar. And they shot that down. Mm-hmm. So I personally think my theory on this, you're seeing a lot of these bills pop up around the country. We are talking about them over the last couple of days. I think um, the mRNA shots that are not COVID shots are set to roll out in the fall. And, and I think this is to begin to force that on those, on people who aren't going to want to take them. That, that's a good theory because otherwise this is a solution in search of a problem. Yeah. And, of course, they're clearly pan, planning another pandemic um, they, because they keep telling us that. I, I only repeat what they say. So they're, let me put it this way. They're planning for us to have another pandemic. Let's put it that way. And this isn't some wackos on Twitter. This is the former CDC director. This is the head of the WHO who says disease X is coming. Believe me, I called COVID disease X, he said, and then it came. Believe me, it's coming. I'm like, okay, I believe you, bud. And I think this is planning for that. I mean, think about this. You can see what would happen. The World Health Organization um, would say, hey, everybody needs to have a shot or they can't work. And then our health, our new health czar says, hey, you better have a shot or you can't work. And then it's, you better have a shot or the South Carolina National Guards could be in your front yard giving you one. Um, that's what we're talking about. So scary stuff. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning. Okay. So much going on today. I almost don't even know where to begin with this. Democrats, uh, Joe Biden headed to the border to pretend to care about what's going on there. And he's going to go there and he's going to speechify and he's going to lie. And he's going to say, hey, look, I could totally close the border if you would just, you know, um, if, if the Republicans and the Democrats would just pass this horrible Senate, I mean, this terrible Senate bill uh, that we have. Well, the Senate bill mandates the entrance of 1.8 million illegal immigrants and a lot more beautiful nursing students will die if that happens. It mandates lawbreaking. Basically what this bill says is this. All right, right now it's illegal to rob a bank. It's still illegal to rob a bank, but the first five bank robberies are free. So let's suppose our city council in Greenville said, okay, we don't want to change that it's illegal to rob a bank. We don't want to change that. We're going to pass this local ordinance, basically local law, that says, okay, but some of y'all really want to rob a bank. So we'll tell you what. First five bank robberies every day are free. You get to keep the money. But robbery number six, uh uh-oh, once we get to that, we're going to arrest you. That sound like a good idea to you? That's what the Senate bill does, except it allows over 5,000 in a day until we do anything which means if Trump were to win, his hands are now tied. That sounds like a good idea to you? That's what that bill says. And that is why Mike Johnson said, oh, heck no, we're not taking that up. Especially not since Johnson and the Republicans in May passed a bill and sent it over to the Senate that actually does close the border. So this is a game. It's a shell game. But I don't want us to lose sight of how we got here. How do we get here? Are we confused about how we got here? They would like you to be confused about how we got here. Oh, it's Congress. Congress has to do something. No. This is Mayorkas, head of the Department of Homeland Insecurity, who insecured and unsecured at the border. This is him in 2021 proudly announcing why we have a flood at the border. Why was that? Commissioner. And I'd like to understand from you what Trump-era immigration policies have been banned, ended, reversed, and if any investigations are underway by you. Uh, So we have rescinded so many uh, Trump immigration policies. It would take so much time to list them. There you go. Put them back. Put them back. Because see, 9 million people did not cross the border under Donald Trump because those policies were in place. But this is all big pretend. Okay, and Mitch McConnell is helping them pretend because that's what he does. He stabs Republicans in the back. That's why he passed that bill, to give the Democrats cover to let another 10 million in over the next 10 years and us not to be able to do anything, our next four years and us not to be able to do anything about it. But as you listen to Joe Biden prattle on about how he's a victim here, this is not his fault, this is Trump's fault, this is the fault of the Republicans who won't pass a bill to make illegal immigration worse, because that's what the bill actually does, I want you to remember how we got here. Here's Joe Biden on the campaign trail. One of many times he said this. This is back in 2020 before he was elected or selected or whatever. What I would do as president, I would, in fact, make sure we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. 
That's that's pretty clear. Pretty clear. Why? What, what do you want, sir? What, what kind of stream do you want? You want like an unrelenting stream of illegal immigrants over the border? Is that what you want? And why, why would you want that? Well, Joe Biden very helpfully explained that to us. Yeah, at the end of the Obama administration. Hit it, Joe. What would you do if you were president? What would you want to come over the border? And the wave still continues. It's not going to stop. Nor should we want it to stop. As a matter of fact, it's one of the things I think we can be most proud of. An unrelenting stream of immigration. Non-stop. 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 Folks like me who were Caucasian of European descent, for the first time in 2017, will be in an absolute minority in the United States of America. Absolute minority. Fewer than 50% of the people in America from then and on will be white European stock. That's not a bad thing. That's a, that's a source of our strength. Oh, okay. So that's why he was going to have unrelenting nonstop, nonstop, nonstop surge of humanity over the border. Cool. All right. So how do we get here? Let's see. Um, well, the Mexican president, when Joe Biden went down there last year, thanked him for not building the wall. You, President Biden, you are the first president of the United States in a very long time that has not built not even one meter of wall. And that, we thank you for that. We thank you for that. Okay, that doesn't, none of that seems to sound like the Republicans have anything to do with it. Do they? Hmm. How did he manage to not build the wall when he had the materials to build uh, dozens and dozens of miles of wall? How, how did he manage that? Well, thankfully, Joey Jones this morning was on Fox News to remind us how Joe Biden deliberately managed not to build the wall that you paid for. Because remember, those panels were sitting out there in the desert. We were paying $100,000 to the contractors per the contract not to erect them. $100,000 a month not to erect them. Joey Jones, explain to us, remind to us why we don't have that wall, Joey. But I just want you guys to know, I got an email last night of pictures of a post on a federal website. All the steel that President Trump bought with taxpayer dollars to build the wall with that has been sitting at the border dormant for four years now. Our federal government put out an APB to all other government agencies. Hey, come get this still and use it for whatever you want to. Even an opportunity for private citizens to buy it back at one third the price. So when you have a president blaming Republicans for not funding more border security, and at the same time, he's giving away the material to build the wall with, it's hard to take that president seriously. Okay, so, Joe, we want to switch topics. Yeah, 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 there you go. All right, so, again, what would you do, Joe? What I would do as president, I would, in fact, make sure we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. Got it. And when the president of Mexico thanked him for not building any border wall since it was all rotting out in the desert after you paid for it, because God forbid we'd have safety in this country. Joe Biden took credit. And I said at the time, it's like he thinks there's no Internet. It's like he thinks if he goes down to Mexico, no one can hear him. He took credit right after Obrador, the head of Mexico, says, thank you so much for not building the wall. We really appreciate that. Joe Biden was so proud. He took credit for being behind the largest migration in human history. This has been the greatest migration in human history. It's great. Around the world, as well as in this hemisphere. In this hemisphere. And uh, when I got elected, 
The first thing I, the first major piece of legislation yeah. I introduced. Okay, shut up. So when you hear him down there whining like a little baby who needs his diaper change, that this is the Republicans' fault, remember what I just play, played you. This is not only not the Republicans' fault, this is the plan. And he was very clear about that. Oh, by the way, on his own campaign website, the summer before the election, the Bernie Sanders Joe Biden plan came out. And in it, it says they plan to, quote, welcome all of the world's migrants to America. How many were there perceived to be or believed to be at that time by Gallup and by Pew? 200 million. They said, how much? 200 million. We will welcome them all. Well, they're here now. That's not surprising. Okay, so everybody's kind of confused about this, and I know it's confusing. So much court stuff going on with Donald Trump. Uh, The left is screaming in outrage and horror, so it's fun to watch, Um, because the Supreme Court just threw a huge wrench into the Trump trial schedule, saying, hey, we're going to rule on immunity. So what does that mean? Jack Smith, no matter how many budgets Mitch McConnell provides him with, because Mitch did, with which to prosecute and persecute Donald Trump, He's not going to get to try until the Supreme Court's done. So Jack Smith and the Democrats, but then I repeat myself, have just lost control of the trial schedule and they don't like it. That's what they're mad about. Now, more than likely, the Supreme Court will come back fairly quickly with the, with the immunity ruling. I fully expect they're going to say, in fact, I'd be shocked if they didn't say he doesn't have immunity. Let me tell you why, because otherwise you're setting up a dictatorship going forward. President, do whatever he wants. Ah, immunity. Did I put all you in camps? Sorry about that. Yeah, so giving a president immunity, very bad idea. That's what they're going to say. And they don't want to be charged with election interference because they know the Democrats are coming for them like the hounds of hell if Joe Biden gets reelected and they get majorities in the Senate and the House. I don't think they'll win the Senate unless something bad happens. I think it's a really good year for us. But should the worst happen for some reason, uh, the Supreme Court justices are very, believe me, very much aware the Democrats are going to be looking to dilute the Supreme Court and make it into more of a legislature that answers to them like every other federal agency does, CIA, FBI, State Department, so CDC. So that's what that's that's the stakes here. So what does this mean? All right. Well, best case scenario for Jack Smith, the persecutor, is that he gets to try Trump later. I don't think the Supreme Court's going to drag their heels enough on this that, it, that, that Smith won't get to launch the trial before the election. I, it's possible, but I doubt it. Just going to push it back. That's not good for us because I want to know the lay of the land in July when it's the nominating convention. I want to know how many times he's going to be or is felony convicted. We need to know that. Because America doesn't yet get that this isn't America anymore. They will understand 10 years from now, when you say, yeah, uh, you know, I was felony convicted. Oh, where? Blue County. Oh, yeah, yeah we know. Uh, people know it's fake, but they don't now. They've never seen this before. And the Democrats are going to argue, hey, it was a jury of his peers. It's not. It's all fixed. You know, it's all rigged. And every one of these judges has a record of donating to Democrats, weirdly, every single one, except for the one down in Florida. So that's where we are right now. All this does is delay, delay Jack Smith's trial probably will still happen before the election. It's possible it could go to after. That is possible, but it's not likely. The Supreme Court is not going to facilitate that because they don't want to be accused 
of election fixing, which the Democrats are already doing this morning. Okay, so that is one of the trials. They've ju- they have the good news though is they have just lost control of the court cal- calendar. Okay, there's three more. One of them is still going to start on March 25th. It has nothing to do with this case of immunity because it's Stormy Daniels precedes the presidency and actually the statute of limitations. I don't know. I guess they're just ignoring that. Laws don't matter anymore. But and they're Democrats, so I guess they don't. Um, and so that one's still going forward. 34 felony counts on that one. A lot of people speculating because Trump doesn't have a record, he won't go to prison or won't go to prison for a long time in that one. Don't count that out with the Democrats. They are going to fi- they have found a way to twist every law and every legal norm. So you cannot predict what happens based just on what would normally happen in the justice system. Um, so if he goes to prison on that one, he may be out by the nominating convention or it's possible he doesn't go at all. And, but whatever is the max, that's what the judge is going to give him in that case. Okay. So that one's going forward. Starts March 25th. Um, there's the Fonnie Willis one, which again, I mean, I don't know who's going to prison first, Fonnie or Trump. Hard to say. Should start a pool in your office on that. Fonnie is of course the real criminal, but, um, and she's in some trouble right now, but, um, because she, she she pulled all her shenanigans in a red state. You, you can't do that. you got to only pull, you know, if you want to break the law in public office, as part of your public office, you got to do that in a blue state because then it'll be okay if you're a Democrat, but not in a red one. It's not going to work. So what Trump is hoping for there is that an illegal skirmish to remove her, because she's going she's to have to be removed. Um, She's just, she's going to have to be. She's becoming a liability for the Democrats, uh, that that will waste time and push that trial till after the election. Um, but I'm betting it still happens, at least at this point, unless they find something new. Um, and we could be facing really weird things if he's elected, watching a president hauled into some Penny Annie County attorney's stupid courtroom and getting tried. And believe me, the media will use that. They'll say, oh, well, you know, you don't elect him because we don't even know yet if he's going to be a felon in all these places. You might not have a president. Well, that'd be better than having a Democrat. But anyway, Um yeah, so that one is still um, ongoing. Now, the other one is going gonna, is gonna to be interesting. March is going to be very, very interesting in the U.S. Annals of Lawfare because the judge down in Miami in the classified documents case, which is a total crock, but it's still a case, the judge in the Miami classified documents case is a Republican. She was appointed by Donald Trump, okay? So we might get some actual recognizably American law out of her. Um, she's the first person involved in one of these cases who is not a Democrat donor, so that's refreshing, or a Democrat. So what is she doing? Well, right now she's saying to Jack Smith, hey, Trump's trial schedule, it's it's too full. This, this is a miscarriage of justice. Jack Smith wanted to start the trial for the classified documents in March. She said, uh-uh, uh-uh, come back, buddy. No, buddy, you're coming back in March, and we'll talk about when we're going to start the trial. No one knows when she's going to. That's going to be weird because Trump will actually be on trial in New York in March. So she can use, the judge can use that to say, look, the dude's already on trial. You can't try him now. Uh, let, let's let's put this off. That one is a federal one. So Trump could pardon himself if he can put it off long enough and get elected. But this whole schedule is still a fraught legal disaster and, and Jack Smith uh, still could get to try him um, in the D.C. court system. And that's the dreaded D.C. court system. And it's, it's practically USSR at that point uh, in that court system. So the good news is Trump has caught two huge breaks here. It's become clear to the public that Fonnie Willis is in fact a criminal. That's what happens when you take county money, you overpay your boyfriend who was your boyfriend when you hire him, and then 
he uses the money to pay for you to go on lavish trips. That's crime. You can't do that. When you lie about it under oath, that's more crime. So uh, the Democrats screwed up. They really screwed up when they when they picked her. They screwed up when they ran her campaign. And he got lucky there. He got lucky there. So that's good. That's a blessing. And then the next blessing, of course, is what the Supreme Court has just done right here. That's going to throw a wrench in their trial schedule. We'll see. So he keeps getting these little wins. He's going to have to get incredibly lucky to put off four cases, though, before the election, especially with the March 25th case in New York scheduled to go forward. Here's what's weird. Do you see what just happened in Illinois? Some no-name county judge thinks she has the God-given right to take him off the ballot and determine, because she's a Democrat, so I guess she's like God, who you get to vote for and who you don't get to vote for. Folks, they only need one of these county and state cases to take him off the ballot to succeed, and they can win. Because I tell you what, it's going to be probably close enough that if one of these states, he's not on the ballot, the Democrat default wins, that may be it. That may give him the election. And let me tell you what, Katie, bar the car door because his country, it, it's just, it, it'll crumble at this point, at that point. If one small-time local Democrat manages to get this man off the ballot and that is how they get the power, I, I mean, that's, it's not a country anymore. And it's going to feel like it's not a country anymore in this country. That is, that's not legitimate. But it shows you what they're doing. If you look at who is going to try Trump first, and I keep explaining this, Alvin Bragg, a lot of people think Alvin Bragg is like the AG, the attorney general of, of New York. No, he's just some county attorney. We got one in every county. I had our county attorney on earlier. Nice guy, Walt Wilkins. He's, there's, you know, every county has an attorney. So what do Democrats are trying to establish here? This is the big takeaway, is this idea that any Democrat official in any podunk little county, you've never heard of Fulton County. You ever hear of Fulton County before? Maybe if you went down to Georgia, I don't know. Fulton County can just take out a Republican, but not a Democrat. A Republican can decide like a judicial dictator who you get to and not get to vote for. And it's because of people like Mitch McConnell, please leave now, don't wait, Mitch McConnell, this is possible. They've allowed all of this. They've funded it. They refuse to condemn it. They are fully on board for it. So that's the state of things. But it's a win for Trump, and we'll take it. Well, Panera Bread is trending right now on Twitter, which means Gavin Newsom is in trouble and the FBI censors are banging their heads because they can't do anything about it. This is hilarious. Folks, this is how these people rule when you give them power. So here's what happened. They passed the $20 minimum wage bill in California, which means there's going to be nothing left but welfare recipients in California because all the businesses go to leave. Um, but... But, but yeah, so $20 minimum wage. But they wrote the bill just so that certain businesses that make certain kinds of bread are exempt from it. Well, it didn't take people long to figure out that Panera was a major donor to Gavin Newsom. This has happened for, I'm only bringing this up, you don't care what goes on in California, but I want you to see how they rule, okay? It hasn't changed how they rule since the time of Marx. Uh, they do it the same. Gavin Newsom, do you remember when Gavin Newsom shut down, very draconian, uh, he's a, obviously the governor of California, he shut down all those businesses in California. And then it became a national story because his wineries were oddly still up and running. Weird. Well, a lot of the wineries around them were shut down, though. 
huh? And it turns out he had written the rules. They had written the rules, his, his administration, just in such a way, the health director had implemented them just in such a way that they didn't affect his wineries. Hmm. Yeah, so he's doing it again with Panera. So understand how this works. This is a dictatorship of the elites. If you are valuable to the party, if you are a high-ranking party member, if the party needs you, wants you, or loves you for some reason, rules don't apply. If you're like Donald Trump, though, and you're in opposition to the party, hell will rain down on your head. So Panera has figured out the new rules. In America, we call this dual justice because we have never seen it before. In the Soviet Union, it was how things were run. And I always recommend to you my favorite book. It's not the easiest read. My dad's reading it right now. Um, but it will show you how things were run in the Soviet Union. So you can start to recognize what is happening here. In the Soviet Union, there was no free time. People did not overthrow their government because they couldn't overthrow their government. A lot of Americans think, oh, they'd put you in the gulag if you said something bad or you weren't in good graces of the party. No, 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 they didn't have to. The way that it worked, everybody had to get their food, their clothes from the government, and you got a ration card. But not all ration cards were like. If you had a better job, you got to go to the front of the line. If you didn't have a great job, you went to the back of the line. And the joke was on you because the food always ran out before the back of the line. And, of course, buying on the black market was illegal. They send you the gulag. You never come back. So how did you get a good job? Not by being talented at your job. No, no, no. You had to send, spend the bulk of your free time supporting the party, going to party events, putting on party events yourself, doing things like that in order to get a good job to get a good ration card. So literally, when you left your job, you would spend to 10, 11 o'clock at night, not with your friends, not with your family, not with your kids, but working for the party for free like a slave. You got to eat, though. If you didn't do that, the food might or might not run out. And you'd spend hours and hours and hours more on the line, so you might as well just go slave away for the party. It was a treadmill. It was like a system. It was like a wheel that a rat would run on. Everybody trying to be of more and better value to the party all the time. That is the system they are building, and this is what you're seeing. It's foreign to us, but they're communists. It makes sense to them. So what is it? Well, Panera is valuable to the party. Panera has paid Gavin Newsom, so Panera gets to avoid the minimum wage law. See? The wineries are valuable to Gavin Newsom. He has business partners. He's one of them. And so guess what? The rules don't apply to the wineries. See how this works? Vladimir Putin would understand. He'd recognize it implicitly. Americans haven't completely figured it out yet, though. By the way, this is the way the criminal justice system is now beginning to work, too. They're not soft on crime. Not at all. Look what they're doing to Trump, right? No. What you're seeing is dual justice. Decisions are not made according to what you did, but according to your value to the party. I could do this all day long. There's so many examples. But I'm not getting now because Bill Freddy's up next. Have a good rest of the day. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.